Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Hawks' backcourt of Trey and DJ show up in a major way tonight at State Farm Arena. Hawks get dubbed over the Celtics, and we'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball, the playoff edition. We're back. <laughs> Game three was tonight. Hawks take care of business. 130 to 122. And, um, it was good to see the ball go through the hoop. <laughs> I would just say that, man. It was good to see the ball go through the hoop tonight, man. Um, for the first time in a long time, Trey and DJ both cooked together. It was good to see him cooking in the kitchen together. It was like Trey was stirring the soup and DeJounte was... was uh, was making the drinks like they was in there together working harmoniously <laughs> for a Hawks victory. We'll talk about it a little bit more in depth. But first things first, man, big part of what we do is on social media. We invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms. If you just stumbled onto the show, you're Hawks fan, uh, if you're a Celtics fan, what's up? You know, what I mean, like you want to see what we're talking about with Hawks. Uh, welcome into the podcast, you know. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HawksBeat. Uh, that is the same for Instagram as well. And we're also on Facebook. Just type in the HawksBeat and you will find our page. Also, make sure that you connect with us on um, whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, whatever the case may be. Make sure you give us a follow and give us a review. We need some more reviews to help us out in the podcast community. So, Five stars or nothing. Um, yeah, give us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. Checks in the mail. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it, man. Hawks, uh, we're coming into this game tonight down 0-2. A lot has been said. A lot has been written, especially about number 11. Especially about number 11. And listen, I've been critical of him, too. But not necessarily for the reasons 
that the mainstream media has been critical about him. You know, all this stuff about him, you know, the Hawks opening up for a trade and all this mumble jumbo. And I saw something today about the Lakers might be interested in him in the offseason. Like, yeah, like, why y'all doing this? Like, y'all really, like, y'all really are just doing the absolute most. Doing the absolute most. You know what I mean? Like, it's just ridiculous at this point. It's really ridiculous. Like, y'all, y'all cut it out. You know what I mean? But nevertheless, you keep your head straight. Keep focused. Number 11 did what he had to do tonight. This was the game that I had been waiting for. This was the game that I had been talking about for the longest. And I was like, yo, I know he has it in him. We just haven't seen it. You know, and, and, and my guy Malik sent out a, an, a, a brilliant tweet tonight. Shout out to my guy Malik Brown. Give him a follow on Twitter. Underscore Malik ATL. He said, at the end of the day, your star player played like a star at the end of the game. Sometimes that's all it takes. <laughs> Listen, I could stop the podcast right now on that statement. Sometimes your star just has to be a star. And tonight, your star and your... um. Your accompanying star were both shining at the same moment. And you haven't seen much of that all season. They've shown that they they they've, uh, they tend to shine at different moments. It was kind of like the sun and the moon. <laughs> but for tonight, it worked out harmoniously. And if you're a Hawks fan, I know you're still kind of reveling in tonight's victory. And you got you got to be happy about tonight's win. You got to be happy about tonight's win. Um, Trey finishing the game with I thought I thought he had a double double. I don't know. It looked like they may have taken one of assists away from him, but uh, finishing with thirty two points, nine assists, twelve of twenty two. Dejounte chips in with twenty five and uh, twenty five points on eleven of twenty one shooting, efficient. But the most important thing about tonight's victory was that fourth quarter, man. I'm talking about big buckets, right? Like, I mean, anybody, I mean, I'm I'm not, listen, I'm not saying anybody could get buckets, but it's one thing to get buckets. It's another thing to get playoff buckets. It's another thing to get fourth quarter playoff buckets. You know what I mean? Both players getting big buckets big playoff buckets and it was just a joy to watch it was a joy to watch um it seemed in this game that trey had um schematically schematically figured out how to get open those lanes those angles he was a much more aggressive going to the hoop imagine that putting pressure on the hoop. If only somebody had mentioned that in their podcast before the season started. Before the season started. Go back and check the tape. Go back and check the tape. So listen, you got to pressure the rim. You got to pressure the hoop. Stop settling for all of these J's and just just taking stupid shots. Like put some pressure on the hoop. You can shoot threes. 
I'm in favor of shooting threes. I'm in favor of shooting a lot of threes. But you have to put pressure on the hoop. And I thought Trey did an excellent job tonight. In my notes, I even wrote, I think, during the third quarter, Trey is playing poised basketball. He's playing poised basketball. He wasn't pushing. He wasn't making any silly. It wasn't, you know, Trey's and one mixtape. And we all know Trey can get to a point sometime where he go and one. You know, he just trying to get the highlight. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a good look. Tonight, he kept all that at bay. He did what he had to do. Dropped them 32 on them. And it was the difference in the game. Those big buckets toward the end, it was the difference in the game. Completely t- a complete team effort, to be honest with you. But I wanted to start the podcast out with Trey because I have been banging Trey. Pause. I have been getting on Trey about not playing up to his expectations, not playing up to the expectations that he has for himself and that we have for, for, for him. And he's been underperforming. And I love, look, I'm going to be the first one to say, when you underperform, I'm going to get you. When you do well, I'm going to praise you. So I'm starting the podcast off, giving this man his flowers, giving DeJounte Murray his flowers, because they are the leaders of this team. They're, well, Trey's getting paid like it. DeJounte hopefully will be someday, but, you know, <laughs> he's on the way. <laughs> so I'm starting the podcast with that. They were bet they were the bet they were the best players on the court tonight. They were the best players on the court tonight. So you gotta shout out both of them brothers and uh just played a, a phenomenal game. Um and and the crowd was wild tonight, man. Like they they had mentioned about it tonight a little bit in the post in the post game. Um Coach Quinn talked about it. Uh Trey talked about it a little bit, just like yo. The crowd was ready tonight. DeJounte talked about it. He said when they came during the regular season, he was like, you know, we heard a whole bunch of Boston folks up in that stand. He was like, I wasn't the case tonight. And I'll tell you this, man. I got there before tip-off. Got there a little late. Got a bad parking space. But that's a whole other thing. Fans showed up on time, and they were loud. They were loud, y'all. Like y'all was loud. Like they was loud tonight, man. They was loud tonight. So, um, shout out to the fans, man. Shout out to the fans. Everyone was in there. Got got the building packed. Sellout crowd. Gonna need that same energy on Wednesday. I mean, on Sunday. Gonna need that same energy on Sunday. Um, yeah. Again. Uh, last thing on Trey and DeJounte, fourth quarter buckets. Trey got 15 in that fourth quarter. DeJounte got seven. Trey is five and nine. DJ is three of five. Big, huge buckets in that fourth quarter. Trey gets a, a huge teardrop with, I mean, a huge floater over Al in the closing moments of, I think they're in the fourth quarter. I think they were like under the two minute mark. DJ hits a huge three in the corner. That personally, when he shot it, I was like, what are you doing? No. And he went in. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It has to be said about the starting cast, about what they did tonight. So, of course, I want to start with the leaders. I had to start with the, with the main guys, how they was eating tonight. But let me tell you how everybody else played and deserve some credit as well. Bogey Bogdanovich, if he doesn't go off in that first half, the way he went off, Bogey was getting bogey buckets that first half, and I was just like, that's how you feel? <laughs> bogey was just hitting, like he was just hitting like difficult shots. It wasn't even like, oh, he getting them wide open buckets. Like, the bogey buckets was, like, difficult ones. Like, folks was in his face. Like, he's driving. He's hitting deep threes. That's the that's the dimension the bogey brings to you. That's the dimension he brings to you. When he's hitting like that, uh, he had 10 points at the half. But he was hitting. I thought Jalen Johnson gave you some good minutes. Jalen is still, like, he's still raw, you know. Uh, but I love, like, I love the fact that he's getting this experience, right? Love the fact that he's getting this experience, but uh, the bench play on Yeka, he's just a dog, man. He scraps. And Sadiq, can't say enough about Sadiq Bay tonight, uh, finishes the game with, what did he finish with? Let me pull that up real quick. Uh, Sadiq finished with 15 points, eight boards. Uh, I thought Sadiq was good. Sadiq closed out the game. And so I don't know how well this is going to fare. Um long term. I'm gonna be honest with you. Close the game out with Trey, DeJounte, uh DeAndre, and Bay and Clint Capella. Not sure how viable that is defensively. Right? Like <laughs> I really don't know. Having Bay at the four and uh leaving Collins on the bench, he basically punted on defense and was like we just going to try to outscore these mugs. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what he said. He's, I mean, pretty much. He said it without saying it. He's like, yo, we just going to have to try to outscore these mugs. Putting Sadiq at the four or, or, or uh, Dre at the four. And it worked. Like, it worked. Like, you put a 130 on him. It worked. For the first time, you outshot, you outshot your opponent. You know what I'm saying? Like, not from three, but... Uh, overall, actually, you all short of from three, too. Barely, but you did. Man, they came out in that first quarter. I'm like, man, these cats ain't going to miss this shot all game. Like, Boston was hitting them threes at a at a torrid, at a, at a torrid clip. Like, they was just hitting all the threes. But Bogey got hot, too, and so Bogey was matching them. Everybody was hitting. Sadiq Bey got a, got a bucket, and I was like, yo, I hope that I, I tweeted out something. Again, if you're on Twitter, follow us at Hawkspeak. I tweeted out like, yo, um, hopefully this easy bucket will get uh, will get Sadiq Bay going. And they got him going. <laughs> three for three on the night. 
And, you know, they always say role players tend to shoot better at home. And this was the case. Like, it so was the case. You know, I don't want to use the cliches, but Bogey deserves his flower on Yucca. I mean, the whole bench, man, they showed up. Like, they showed up in a way that they hadn't shown up in these last two games. Well, outside of Onyeka, because Onyeka has been good the whole series to me. Like, he's been good to me the whole series. Um, you got a couple breaks from Boston, missed a couple shots during um, crunch time. Uh, I know Jalen was 0 for 4 as far as threes were concerned, but, hey, you don't apologize for that. You, can, you take that dub and you keep it moving. So, uh, a good win for the Hawks. Series is now 2-1. to one. Hawks have defended the first part of home court, and they got to do it again on Sunday, man. Got to do it again on Sunday. Uh, let me kind of breeze through my notes. I've kind of just kind of sporadically kind of gone through the game. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, fourth quarter, Hawks were up by seven. <laughs> and Boston comes out. They score six straight points. Snyder's like, nope, nope, we're not doing that. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Calls a timeout. I thought one thing that was interesting that Snyder said after the game, and I do have some audio, but I'm not going to play it. So I'll just kind of, uh, I'll kind of just surmise what, what coach was saying after the game. Uh, somebody had asked him about, uh, you know, just Trey and DeJounte's uh, fourth quarter performance. And he was just like, yo, those guys showed a lot of leadership tonight. You know, they were talking to each other. You know, they were just like, he was like, at one point, I was just like, just listening to them. You know, uh, and I think that's good from a coach's standpoint when you just know and you trust your players to, you know, make the moves happen and you don't have an ego and you can sit and say, OK, I trust them to make this work. You know, and I think that's what he did and it, and it paid off. I don't know how sustainable that is. <laughs> I don't know why they haven't been doing this all season, but for what it is, you know, you'll take it. You'll take it. Um, it was a lot of moments that I thought that. It was going to be the dagger, but it wasn't because Boston just keeps coming at you. They keep coming at you, man. Uh, Trey hit a big three over Al with like five and with like a few with under two minutes. Uh, again, I talked about the DJ three. To me, it was probably the floater Trey hit. Trey hit a floater in the lane over Al Horford. And to me, I think that was a dagger. It seemed like whenever Horford would get switched on Trey, Trey just went at him. And he's got to keep on doing it until they take that away. Then you're going to have to figure something else out. But uh, I think tonight is a credit to Trey Young. I think tonight is a credit to DJ. I think tonight is a credit to the coaching staff and the scheme, the bench. Um, I know a lot has been said about DeAndre Hunter, John Collins. I think those dudes, let me just say this, to defend DeAndre. And I had some tweets about DeAndre that I kind of made an ingest, you know. <laughs> I, I was banging on him a little bit because it's clear. I mean, everybody can see that man's can't dribble. Man's can't dribble at all. Number 12. Bless your heart, DeAndre. Bruh, you have got to get in the gym and work on these handles this summer. You hear me? You dig? Like as soon as this season is over, get in the lab and work on those handles. I don't care if you got to call Tim Hardaway or Isaiah Thomas. He works at MDA TV, so you know he's here in Atlanta, you know? Get Zeke out here. Tell him to help you learn how to dribble. <laughs> I made a tweet that uh, somebody said something about DeAndre Hunter's handles. And I sent the gif of uh, Stanley from the office when he was dribbling. And, uh, well, 
if you haven't seen The Office, you're not going to get it. But if you have, you know. All right. So if you know, you know. All right. I'll just say it at that. But DeAndre, man, for all the, the flack that he's been taking, he was a plus 10, which was a team high. You know, I always say take the plus minus with kind of a grain of salt. But uh, I thought he did a pretty decent job on, on Tatum. And, you know, he's got a tough job. He's got a tough job. So you're sticking the best offensive player each and every night, right? You're third in the pecking order for scoring. So it's not like, okay, I'm about to go get my I'm about to go get this ball and, and you know, you know, do some work. Nah, man, you gotta let Trey eat, you gotta let DJ eat. A lot of times, even Clint be eating before you. You know what I'm saying? And all you gotta do is stand in that corner. You got to be ready and make your shot when you get your shot. But you don't know when you're going to get your shot. You don't know how many shots you're going to get per game. So that can be kind of tough. You know, a lot of folks have been on him. Oh, we got to get rid of. I, I'm, I'm not really on the we got we got to get rid of DeAndre train yet. Like I'm not there. Some of some folks are and some folks are like really dug in like we got to get rid of this dude. Nah, I'm not there yet. And it's OK if you are. I'm just not. Like, nah. Nah, you got to work with him over the summer, though. <laughs> he can't come back. He can't come back with them handles. I'm sorry. You cannot come back into this gym with those same handles, number 12. Do you hear what I'm saying? You cannot come back with them same handles. But, uh, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> I, I'm not as down on DeAndre as most people are right now. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I want to read just a few quotes from uh, Coach after the game. Uh, one of the things he said, he said, the key for Trey and DJ and for all of us is if we space the floor, we give ourselves a chance. I thought the spacing was a, a, a huge key for them tonight. Trey just seemed to have a lot of room to work. Uh, the angles just seemed to be better. And again, Trey was just more aggressive. You know, uh, He was more precise when they would come to trap him. And uh, like the scheme, like the scheme just seemed better tonight. Like the scheme just seemed better. The plan just seemed better. So um, I, I got to give Coach a, a, a lot of credit on tonight. Now, obviously, the players are the one who executes. So you know, I'm I'm big on that. But um, you got to give I, I gave Coach Snyder a, and his staff uh, an an A plus for tonight. An A plus for tonight. Uh, last thing on Snyder, he said, I thought we played with great intensity, uh, particular Trey and DJ from a leadership standpoint. He said our bench was good. I thought we got a lot of contribu- uh, contributions from our guys. And uh, he also credited the fans with, you know, just being loud, you know, being up in there, you know. Um, and they did what they had to do. I thought the game was, listen, I thought the game was poorly officiated. I will just say this. And. I don't know if it's because I do a Hawks podcast or the Hawks are just a team that just don't get many calls. And maybe it's because they're just not seen as a physical team and they just allow other teams subconsciously to just kind of bully these, these you know, these softer teams. Thought the the, the, uh, the officiating was just terrible. Boston, for as good as they are defensively, them dudes be flopping. Oh, my God. God, they flop. And, like, I get it because that's the league that we live in now. This is the time and age that we live in. 
where cats be out here flopping. Derek White, he be flopping. And I don't like Derek White because he got that big old forehead and his hairline be pushed all the way back like he's, H, like he's Stephen A. Smith. That's the first level of disrespect. That's the first level of disrespect. He can't be out here with a hairline like Stephen A. Smith and be out here flopping. Marcus Marcus Smart, you know, for as good as a, a defender he is, he be flopping. Even Marcus, even Brogdon got into it. Them dudes be flopping, flopping. And they don't need to be flopping, flopping because they're good defenders. And the refs always just seem to go for it. Like, oh, they knocked him over. I guess it's an offensive foul. Like, they just... Yeah, I thought the officiating tonight was boo-boo. But I think the Hawks did a good job of not letting the officiating get to them. Thought they did a good job keeping their poise and just playing through it. I thought they did a good job with that. So, All right, so uh, let's read just a little bit of fan feedback. Again, if you're on Twitter, follow us at, follow us at HawksBeat and uh, connect with us. You dig? Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Atlanta underscore Monk on Twitter said, glad we got the win. Hawks still haven't maxed out on what they can do either. It's exciting. I hope we get to see these. I hope we get to see it in this series. Yeah. Um, That's the thing that's been the most frustrating about the Hawks is because when you look at this team on paper, you're like, yo, this is not a 41 win ball club. But what they showed us this year is that this team is definitely a 41 (laughs) win ball club. So hopefully, um, you know, they can maximize the potential and uh, they can do it here in the playoffs. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, my guy, my guy, DJ Yogi says, can we kidnap the Celtics shooting coach? <laughs> Glad the boys played enough defense for that win. Yeah. So defensively, uh, I'm, I, <laughs> I, there was a reason why I did not lead with the podcast talking about how good the Hawks were defensively because they weren't. Like, they were not good defensively. Like, they were good enough to win. But, like I said, the last, like, five to seven minutes of that game, Quinn had your boy Bay out there. And Bay is not the best defender. But John Collins is definitely the better defender. And so you got Trey and DJ. You got, you know, uh, DeAndre Hunter, who is, he's good defensively. All right, like, you know, he's been getting a lot of flack, but he's still a good defender. Is he what has been advertised? I don't think so. Is he what uh, uh, some folks kind of build him to be like a defensive stop? I don't I don't think that either. But by and large, he's a good defender and he is the best perimeter defender that the Hawks have. That's what it is. That's who he is. So, uh yeah, we'll, we'll see how, how well they maximize their talent. Uh, let's see. Joe Mazine on Twitter said, F him, we ball. <laughs> so I guess that was his response for, I guess, the game to die or whatever. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, uh, it is what it is. So uh, I think we're going to put a bow in this one, man. We'll put a bow in this one. We'll be back on Sunday and uh, – talking some more Hawks basketball, but Hawks get a dub tonight, 2-1 over the Boston Celtics. It feels good, especially to see those Boston folks uh, leaving the stands tonight and in green. Let's do it again on Sunday, man. Let's do it again on Sunday. So, if you are getting uh, 
if you're going to this game on Sunday, make sure you get there on time. Make sure you show up and show out, get loud, and make this uh, arena crazy and wild so the Hawks can get another dub and keep this thing rocking and rolling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. I appreciate you. Um, shout out to my guy EJ for doing the work, the uh, behind-the-scenes work. Appreciate you, sir. And like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 